Hearing Mama's Tribe host Gretchen is a mother of five children, three of whom have hard of hearing. Listen to Gretchen interviews other hearing mamas and maybe an occasional dad or child too. Other guests will include people who help children who are deaf or hard of hearing. Thrive, including audiologists, speech therapists, teachers of the deaf, doctors, and other professionals. Due to the nature of this subject, some of the names and identifying features have been changed to protect their identities, but the voices and the stories are their own. This podcast is intended for families to share their own personal journeys without judgment. Please respect and honor each family's choices. All information presented is educational and should not be misconstrued as personal medical advice. Hey, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. So I'm excited for you guys to meet M. I met M the first time at a Stickler's Involved People Conference in Oregon. And so, but I want her to introduce herself and tell her, tell her about what she's up to right now with her Stickler's thing. So take it away. Hi, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. So yes, I met Gretchen and her family in Oregon, I think 2018, don't know. And at that time, I became vice president of Stickler Involved People. Since then, the group disbanded. So I decided during quarantine, COVID quarantine, that everyone's been missing like a support group. So I then created Next Gen Stickler, which is the new era of Stickler, like, Stickler support. We're totally online, nothing in person, everything done via Zoom. I talk to people around the world. It's amazing to be part of a community. We don't, we don't call ourselves a foundation. We're not a nonprofit. We're solely a community because the joy of seeing everyone, like being able to interact with people, being able to like find other people in their area. Like it's, it's amazing. For that, we've been doing Zoom. So Zoom is once a week with everybody. And it's fun to see people from around the world, like hop in when they can and share about their story, along with like having just 40 minutes of just talking about how crappy their day is. <laughs> well, isn't that, isn't that what we're all trying to do? And I love that you call it next gen sticklers, because that's even what I'm trying to do with this podcast, right? Is during COVID, we realized support could be given in lots of different ways. Like we didn't yeah. need to physically meet in person and that we still can feel connected to people who are going through similar journeys with us without having, I mean, it's great. I love getting together in person with people. I much prefer that, but Zoom allows us the opportunity to meet people from all over the world and also build community, especially for, well, with a connective tissue disorder that's rare disease, right? So with stickler's is not, it's hard. I don't actually know anybody else in Idaho besides my family who has it. Actually, that's not true. I know a couple, but, <laughs> but like not that many. Right. And so, yeah. so it's nice to be able to build community virtually these days. So I really love that. That's how you decided to do this. So that's great. Um, so yes, yeah, so like you're saying, so like, I think yeah, last, like two weeks ago, we had someone from Canada before that it was like Australia, England, and a it's just crazy. Like I just found like there's three other people in New York that has and I'm like so excited. And they're all like my eighth group because I never like I basically started this so I could find someone <laughs> my own. And I was like, if I could find somebody like that, I can find other people. There's somebody so they can have like people to talk through and not have to realize they're all alone in this journey. I love it. 
Okay. So M, I'm going to ask you, so obviously you're an adult now who has hearing loss, but I, before we started the, the Zoom, we talked about that you, your first memories of realizing when you had hearing loss and maybe you can start with that part of your journey. Okay. So I was diagnosed at 18 months old with hearing loss. I did go to BOCES, but I don't remember much of that. So my first memories of having hearing loss, we were in the first grade. My teacher, my speech teacher came in and she had to describe to the kids about hearing loss because I was the only one in the town. No one knew what hearing loss was in the 90s anyways, I don't think. So she talked to them about like how to talk to someone, like why I have to sit in the front, like why like you have to pronounce things clearly. And then she would play a tape of my voice trying to trying to talk and listen. And as the year's gone on, she does this every year. As the year's gone on, I realized I didn't like it very much because it like literally painted like a bullseye on like my back. And I felt like people teased me more because of it. It was really awful if you think about it now. Yeah, that's interesting because I think she, of course, was trying to do a favor, help you, right? But really yeah. all it felt like is singled out. Now yeah. I know that I'm singled out. So, okay, well, that's interesting. Okay, so after, so that's what happened at school, but what about in your family life? And maybe what has been, how about you share what's been the the most joyous thing about having hearing loss? Any joy? <laughs> oh my God, is there any joy? I... I don't wish hearing loss on anybody, but get that straight. But I absolutely love it. Now they came out with the new Bluetooth hearing aids. I have never been a fan of wearing them, but now I learned that I can ignore people and I can stream music in my ear and listen to phone calls. So at work where I work now, like if I really don't want to listen to people, I would pretend I'm listening to them when I'm really just listening. <laughs> Well, I have children who might do that too. I'm like talking and then they're like, mom, I'm listening to music. And I'm like, oh, well, how was I supposed to know that? Because I mean, at least if I'm listening to music, I put my AirPods and they can see, right? Or listen yeah. to them there and I can't see it. So sometimes I have to get their attention before I talk to them for a different reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's like so much fun. And I, so, and this, this also, I just discovered it because I just got new hearing. Yeah, I did. Apparently, I need a new one. But these tap into T-Coil. I never heard of T-Coil before this. But now if I go see Broadway plays, I can tap into their sound system and just listen through my hearing aid. Oh, that's awesome. I see those signs, but I don't know. I don't know that we've ever done that. So maybe explain what T-Coil is and, and yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, okay so I'm not, I'm just describing what my what the audiologist told me so don't quote me on this but it's basically you can set your hearing aid to like a certain like certain like down or gear to i call a certain program or something right you have yes, program. program yeah okay. different program so one of them is t-coil and for the that like i could go to movies or play please and I can just set it to that program and it, I'm allowed to like tap in if they have like T-Coil like available at that place. And this way I don't have to take out my hearing aid with I do like half the time because the sound system itself is loud enough 
that I could hear without them. But it's kind of interesting. No, that's great. And it probably makes it clearer and easier for you to understand that way. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. my God, it's amazing. But, a- <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely love them. Okay. So that's the positive. <laughs> yes. The positive. Okay. Maybe share us your, something from your childhood that was really hard for you that you feel like you've overcome. Okay. There's two. So when I was, I don't remember the grade. I remember having, I was wearing the FM unit because I don't give them to teachers anymore. Like I would give them to the teachers that I knew, like knew how to work it. Cause I can tell you stories all day long of people not understanding that they had to turn it off when they exit the room because the story that I tell, uh, like I heard was funny and I would be laughing and everyone would be staring at me because like they're like, why are you laughing? And it's like, oh, if only you knew. I knew the answers of the test. I knew like who was failing, who was passing. So yeah. a little bit of HIPAA violations or whatever privacy problems. And I, and my daughter one time came home and said, this teacher's pregnant. I said, how did you know that teacher's pregnant? She said, I heard her tell her, our other teacher at break. And I was like, oh, I'm sure she doesn't know that, you know, she's pregnant. So, okay. That's interesting. Yes. No, I'm like, sure, maybe we need to write a book of all the funny things you heard that you weren't supposed to hear, but okay. So, so you, so your t- you would give it to the teachers who you knew how to use it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're in math class and we had a student teacher who I guess never like interacted with a hard of hearing student before. So he saw like the mic part and he thought it was an MPP player. He told me to like take it off and give it to him, but I didn't. And I kept saying no until I finally said, like, unless you want to explain to the principal and the special ed department why I can no longer hear. I'm not giving it to you. His face, I want to apologize to him now, but his face lit up so badly. It was bad. The other one was, this is the, the, the HIPAA. I don't know if it's HIPAA, but I was in seventh grade. My teacher exited the classroom to go use the bathroom. He started singing. And I was laughing hysterical. He wasn't good at it either. So I came back and I told my research room teacher what happened. She, she like had a very long talk with my teacher. And then by 10th grade, I broke my FM unit. But yeah, I, I was tired of having to explain to teacher how to use it. So I broke it. Oh, that's kind of sad that it maybe now I think they are a little bit better than they used to be for sure when you were in school. So let's yeah. hope it's a positive and not a negative. Okay. So most of the listeners to this podcast are parents with children with hearing loss. So if you could give advice to the parents, what would you like, what advice would you give them? Okay. So my advice, so I wish I learned ASL growing up. Like I wish I grew up hearing because it was easier for me to get by and be accepted by the hearing quote unquote hearing world. But if I could go back, I would learn sign language, like learn sign language, be try to immerse yourself with like the hearing, like the hearing loss community, like the deaf community, try to like, because it's an amazing community once you get to like understand it. But don't ever make your child feel less because 
your because they're different like try to validate them like try to validate like okay like I know you can't hear this and like let's try a different way let's not try to like force you to do like sit in an uncomfortable environment where like it's overwhelming because it's century at the end of the day like more sound you hear is like an overload and by the end of the day you're tired because it's called hearing fatigue but at the end of the day I'm tired I don't want to listen anymore and I should take them out regardless but yeah I would tell parents to listen to what your child wants to do okay and then now you're very accomplished adult. So what would you say the thing that you've had to advocate for yourself mostly at work for has been, and are people helpful to accommodate you at work? And maybe you can even share what you do. Cause I think it's sometimes parents think, oh, maybe my kid can't do this job or that job, but kind of maybe share about what kind of work you do. And then what you've uh-huh. need, accommodations you've needed at work. Okay. So my first job was at Stop, Stop and Shop, which is a supermarket here in New York that they didn't know at first I was hard of hearing. I don't, I never really came out and said I was hard of hearing, but like as soon like years went by and I've been there for nine years, uh, they finally got it. And let's just say the customers were not very thrilled with having a hard of hearing cashier or like a front office, like supervisor. And then after I left that job, I decided to turn into cooking. I personally, I don't like it because it was too loud and too uncomfortable, especially having stick words. It was a joint problem. So I left that. So now at my current job, which is an office job, I told them I was hard of hearing and they went beyond my expectation. They got me a phone I can use. They have like a PA system so I can hear the customers like on the other side of like the plastic glass that they have installed like everything like I have things streamed to my hearing like to my phone so I can like listen to the videos that they're saying and have the captions on there so I do account receivable and payable for like a small manufacturer company and I absolutely love them but I'm excited for the new chapter of my life in like real estate they're also very accommodating and I'm excited to see what they have in store yeah, I'm super excited for you too. So a new job is always an exciting thing, especially yeah. during this time. So, okay. Well, I really appreciate you ch- chatting with me today. Any Thank last you. advice that you'd like or anything I didn't ask you that you'd like to share with the listeners? That everyone is good enough. Your best is always good enough. That I wish someone had told me that it's okay to fail and it's okay to be different and it's okay to like not be okay every day and you can struggle struggle is good I wish someone was gave me the ability to struggle and like be to be there to catch me if I fall but I learned that your best is always going to be good enough no matter what anyone says that's my advice I love it thank you so much for joining thank you thank you for having me Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Hearing Mama's Tribe podcast. I'm so appreciative for those who are willing to share their stories. And I hope as we share and listen to these stories that our hearts can be uplifted and we can find joy in this journey together. I welcome you into our tribe. If you're a parent, a mom, a dad, or a professional who serves these children, 
and would love to share their story, please check out the show notes for how to get in touch. Please like, subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave us a review. That way more people will find this podcast. Thanks for being part of this journey.